The following segment is sponsored by Daniel A. White and Associates and does not necessarily reflect the views of this station or Forever Media Incorporated. Rick Jensen. On 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. Well, I've been a client of Dan White for many, many years. Uh, financial advisor, financial planner, specializing in retirement income. And after the news at 1.30 on Wednesdays, calls in, always has great advice, some knowledge, and sometimes he just, scare, he just scares you to death. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay, Rick. How about yourself? Oh, you're not going to scare us to death about taxes or anything like that today, are you? No, no, we're going to talk about some good stuff, um, 401k plans. And the the gist is, you know, most people are unaware of this, but they a lot of people think they can't get to their 401k plan until they retire. Well, that's that's not the case most of the time. I would say probably 60 to 70% of all 401k or 403b plans allow what they call in-service distributions. And what this means is once you hit a certain age, and the, the magic age is usually 59 and a half, but once you hit 59 and a half, you are usually allowed to roll over your 401k plan to an IRA. Even if you're, um, even if you're still, wait, even if you're still working, even if you're still working, yeah, really? that's, that's why it's called in service. Oh, okay. So really, yeah. Yeah. So really, what's happening is in your four hundred one k, you may have five different options. You might have ten. You might have fifteen, but you don't have all the options you have in the in the realm of IRA plans. So, you know, you might be taking more risk. You might you might not be happy with the options that you have inside your plan. So a lot of times we can say to people, hey, if, if you're over 59 and a half, we could probably roll that out. Um, but the caveat is it's up to the plan document. So everybody's different. I would say the larger employers around here, they all allow 59 and a half in service. But the smaller employers, you really have to call the plan administrator, whether it's <clears throat> Fidelity, Vanguard, Merrill Lynch, and you have to ask whether they allow for in-service distribution. Sometimes they allow the employee contributions to be rolled out, not the employer. Sometimes they allow um, pre-tax or after-tax, but not pre-tax money. It all depends on what box they checked when they set up the plan. I've worked with plans where if you rolled money in, this is very common with the DuPont people because when DuPont split up, and they went to Exalta and Camores and, and different companies. If you went into a different 401k plan and you rolled your DuPont money into, let's say, the Exalta plan, um, even if you weren't 59 and a half, they usually allowed you to roll that back out to an IRA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it all depends on the plan. So we encourage people all the time if they're looking for different options available. You know, call the plan administrator, or we'll do it with them, and say, "Hey, what are my options with my 401k plan?" You know, that makes a lot of sense. If you want something that's safer, more dependable, you're getting to be like 60 years old. You're thinking, "I don't know if I want to be in these, uh, you know, aggressive small cap uh, stocks or whatever." Or you're very unhappy with the institutional model. You think, "I might have something right. a, little, a little more guaranteed." You could actually move that out into an IRA while you're still working. I had no idea you could do that. Yeah, and and it's but again, I've run into probably about five or ten cases this year where 
I told the people, yeah, you can probably roll that out at 59.5. One guy in particular, I remember he had about 800,000. We called up the plan, and I'm not going to say what company it was, but he could only get out about $49,000, and he was really mad because he, he said, hey, I think this market's uh, – going to roll over soon it's going to going to take a nosedive and i want to get my money out and here he can only get out forty nine thousand. the other thing that comes into play with the smaller plans is even if they don't allow it like i've done worked with plans with principal and some others you can amend the plan if it's a small company then maybe the owner is the plan administrator or whatever the guy that makes the decisions you can say hey can we amend the plan so that i can get my money out and a lot of times for a nominal fee two or three hundred dollars you know the plan can be amended and allow for these 59 and a half in service distributions good to know i'm glad you study this stuff because i don't want to <laughs> it's good to, know the, good to know those options out there. So, you sound like uh, I did a couple of weeks ago, and I got the allergies going on. You all right? Well, I don't know if it's allergies or I just caught it. It's funny. I, I, I felt like I felt pretty bad on Monday, and I called my family doctor, and, and before he would even see me, he says, did you do a COVID test? And I said, well, no, I haven't done it. Well, you got to do a COVID test before we'll even see it. So I went and got a COVID test, and I'm negative. Good. Um, so I probably just have a run-of-the-mill head cold. You know, they still have those out there, too, you know. <laughs> That's true. That that exists. The RSV exists, especially for kids. And, oh, guess what? It's it's flu season. And you know me. Yeah. Uh, I'm a vaxxer. You're a vaxxer. Wouldn't you like to be a vaxxer, too? So I'll be getting yeah. my, uh, my flu vaccine, which I did years ago, really, for my mom. I said, oh, yeah, you're right, Mom. I ought to get that vaccine. We're going and, uh, and hang out a lot because uh, she didn't want to get the flu and and she never did she got vaccinated i did too and i haven't had it ever since i've been getting uh, the flu vaccine so you know that's great good for you man i'm glad uh, i'm glad it's not the vid no no i was i was glad i didn't think it was i didn't really have a whole lot of the symptoms i could still taste and smell and all that but uh um, just a lot of coughing and, uh, you know, just uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Well, you're a pretty healthy guy. And, you know, when you're vaccinated, what we're learning now is that you're really, uh, you're less likely, in fact, the least likely to have a bad episode, go to the hospital or even die. I mean, right. like 99.5% of the people uh, who are dying, sadly, are those who are unvaccinated. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, you know, there's even a couple of talk show hosts I know who said, I'm not getting vaccinated, I'm not getting vaccinated. Phil Valentine's a guy I know, I saw him at seminars, and he said, I'm not getting vaccinated, and he's dead. And then uh, there's a guy there's a guy in New Jersey, another uh, talk show host, and he says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a right-wing talk show host, I'm not getting vaccinated. So, okay, fine, he's dead. And it's it's tragic, wow. it's tragic to hear this. For example, I talked to a friend of mine just yesterday, um, it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, and uh, he said, yeah, he's got, uh, you know, some friends out there in the western part of Pennsylvania. And uh, and this one guy, you know, he's 39 years old, healthy, no comorbidities, no, no health problems. And uh, it, he he wasn't vaccinated. And, uh, and he got COVID. And it was like on one day they said, oh, man, I got uh, COVID. And on the second day, uh, his wife is saying, hey, uh, pray for my husband. He's got COVID. He's in the hospital. And by Saturday, he was dead. And I'm thinking, uh, man, this is this is really serious. You know, Dan, you talk about planning for your retirement. And, and I talk about living to your retirement. And I am against the mandates, but certainly I, I, I have no fear in talking about these things with people on the program because I want everybody who listens to my program to get vaccinated, really because I want you to live. And I feel very strongly yeah. about that. 
Oh, no doubt about it. They were laughing in the office today. They said, you know, yeah, this is your one, once a year, because I usually get something once a year for a couple of days, and, and I very rarely get sick, but I, I, caught, I caught some kind of bug, so I'm just a little horse here for a couple of days. So. Probably a spotted lantern fly got right there on your throat. You can't get away from those guys. <laughs> They're everywhere. All right. Dan, yep, White, yep. Dan White and Associates, uh, always uh, good advice, 888-690-8820, uh, right? I just did it off memory. I hope yeah. that's right. Okay, good. 888-690-8820. Also the host of On the Money, Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock. What's coming up this Sunday? Yeah, this Sunday we're going to talk about probably the most overlooked or the, or the biggest area of procrastination out there, and that's getting estate documents in place. So, so many people we see don't have powers of attorney and don't even have a will. And it's it's important, especially when we're talking about this pandemic. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. You know, you just wonder, did they have anything in place? You know, so it's, sure. uh, it's an important topic, and uh, we're going to touch on that on Sunday. Good stuff. 7 o'clock, a cup of coffee, have a healthy donut. <laughs> sure, you know. And uh, Dan White on the money, 7 o'clock, 11.50 a.m., 101.7 FM, WDEL. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Rick. All right, be well, my friend.